the Smonsters of Talk are touring the world. And csmod.com is where you'll get the latest dates and links to tickets. Grab shirts, comics, action figures, and more from smodcast.com slash smerchandise. Thanks for listening. Video ain't killing the radio star. It's just giving you one hell of a fucking good reason to enjoy the internet more. Smodco proudly presents SIT, Smodcast Internet Television, youtube.com slash csmod. Trustworthy Kev Smith coming at you, man, just to let you know about some smod shows coming your way very, very soon. Very soon. For example, Phoenix, Arizona, bitch, we're coming. Albuquerque, New Mexico, the only Albuquerque there is. We're coming, man. We're coming. We're coming hard with some Smodco shows. Chicago, we're coming all over your tits. Oh, we're coming like you wouldn't believe. Check this out. Me and Ralph are going to reunite on May 24th at Stand Up Live in Phoenix, Arizona. We were just out there a few months back with Jay and Silent Bob. Get old. Had a blast. Come join us on May 24th, man. May 24th. That's a Thursday. Me and Ralph are going to rock some Hollywood Babylon Phoenix Steez at the Stand Up Live. Tickets available. Again, csmod.com. Albuquerque, New Mexico. Me and Muse are coming your way. Jay and Silent Bob are going to get old. At the Ace Albuquerque Comic Expo, June 9th at the Kiva Auditorium. Tickets at CSMOD. And looking way ahead in the future, June, that's not that much far away. June 14th, evening with Kevin Smith at Just for Laughs uh, at Chicago Theater. June 14th, that's a barn, man. Boy, you're going to have to come out in droves to help me out there. Uh, June 14th, uh, tickets available at csmod.com or at least a link to the Just for Laughs Fest. Anyway, that's enough for a horn, man. Kick back and enjoy these fine podcasts from uh, the, the makers of Smodco Entertainment. Smodco. First name you trust in podcasts or some such shit. With clever meme, with funny tweet, I'll never leave my office seat. Those who think they know what's right, listen on Sundays to NetHeads, all right? You've got to throw some cold water on the situation. Start talking about nerd stuff. You know, nerd culture is mainstream now. So when you use the word nerd derogatorily, it means you're the one that's out of the zeitgeist. This is Matt Pad with Will Wilkins. Oh, thank the maker. Yes. Finally, we be on, ladies and gentlemen. Eventually, we'd get there. Welcome to another edition of NetHeads. My name is Will. My name is Trent. My name is America. And we are your internet advice place. If you want to get advice from us about technology or anything else, that's not really our show, but run with me on this one anyway. (laughs) Uh, For those of you wondering what was going on uh, that aren't listening to this as a podcast, but instead listening to it live, because we love to differentiate and we also love to point out the fact that uh, nothing ever goes right here. Uh, it turns out <laughs> we're doing a fancy schmancy thing where we're relaying one stream on to another, and it turns out uh, that the stream provider changed some shit without notifying anybody. So does that mean that our stream is the top or the bottom? Uh, we are we are sending the stream, and somebody they and we're 
the other things getting our stream. So they're the power bottom. We're streaming all over. As long as we don't <laughs> cross the streams. Yeah, but we're we're, okay. we're just we've had like <laughs> plenty of beers and now we're just releasing our stream onto yep. the stream and Yep. It's golden showers for everybody. I don't know. Sorry, I'm all flustered now. I don't know what's going on. Quick, somebody talk about something else. I don't care anymore. Just make the pain gonna, go away. I was gonna blame it on the solar eclipse going on right now. They may as well. Man, there are yeah. like there are like twenty entries I've got to change on the transmitter now <laughs> because of this. But it's a good thing we found out because uh, right now you, you can't book on this. All right, folks. And by the way, if you want to take part in the program, you can do it one of uh, many ways. And I'm sorry I said that wrong. It's program. Uh, program. Thank you. You can contact us through Twitter. How can they do that, Trent? Pretty simple. You just uh, do the tic-tac-toe sign and then uh, netheads. And then we'll respond, whether it be during the show, after the show, or even uh, you know, a week later if you're listening to it on podcast form. You know, I'm looking. I don't see any X's or O's on my keyboard. So which one is the... Uh... It's, it's uh, sh- shift number three. Shift number three. Okay, good. That's acceptable. And uh, you can also... <laughs> Call us on the telephone, and uh, let's see if Americo's been doing his homework. How can they do that, Americo? Well, one of two ways. You can call us 866-610-9455 or 925-238-9020. Very good. That's right. You can. And uh, also, you can just Skype us. NetHeads on air is the uh, name. I don't know if it's one. It's NetHeads and then on air, right? It's two words? Yeah, two words, yeah. I'm the schmuck that set this up. You'd think I'd know. <laughs> um, but I don't. There's some other stuff I need to do here, and I can't remember what it is. I'm all, it's all I'm discombobulated. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what to do. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Hi, everybody. We took last week off. Actually, there is one thing I do want to do, and let me uh, let me figure out how I can do this while Trent tells us a fun story. So, uh, here's the thing, folks. I uh, I drove to Wyoming for the uh, for the Mother's Day. Because you got to go back and see your moms once in a while. You know what yes, I mean? I don't. <laughs> well, not all of us. Some of us do. I see her and, too often. And I'm, I'm the baby of the family, right? I'm the only child sans children of my own. And uh, I, I uh, how, let's, let, how do I put it this way? My mother broke into tears this weekend over me. Aw. Yeah. Because, because uh, of and, your you know, choice in lifestyle or what? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was born that way. Thank you. <laughs> Did she do it like my mom does, where she says, "Oh my God, lose some weight, please. You're gonna die soon." <laughs> no, it's it's hers That's is more funny. of a of a uh, you know, I'm I'm the the you know the example that she's getting older. You know what I mean? Like uh, I'm her baby, and she misses her babies, but at the same time, seeing her her baby getting old makes her feel even older. I think. God that, bless her. Now that is nice. So you're the living embodiment of your mom's aging and suffering. Now it's so nice that you put that on you. That's just that's really wonderful of her. You should really thank her for that. I hope you did. Did you? I'm sure, I'm sure the beard. No, oh gosh, no, no. I I just I just you know crawled up into her into her arms and let her rock me in the chair like any good uh you know son would now i'm sufficiently creeped out <laughs> i'd like to thank you for that trent i really would now what i'm trying to do on the fly here because heaven knows why should i prepare we don't like sounding professional here that would just be foolish of us i'm trying to load up a, a special file i was very rushed last weekend it was it was mother day i just said weekends whatever uh i was very rushed last weekend and i for Mother's Day, I actually got my wife to come up on microphone. I got her to do something for me. 
That makes perfect yes. sense. And she came up to do it. But I was so rushed that there was the recorded version and then there was the cleaned up version. And I put the wrong one on the head of the repeat that we ran. You following me? So one that wasn't uh, edited post. It wasn't that it wasn't edited. It just, you couldn't hear it very damn well. There were certain things that need to be boosted because my my good old-fashioned uh, old microphone was crap. Not like oh, the one I'm using sure. now. So right. it just sounded like hell. Well, you know, I I listened to it and it was very sweet. And all you needed to do was turn it up a little bit. I mean, it wasn't that much. Well, it when it's on bad. a file on another machine, I can't exactly turn it up. No, no, on our side, like you know, I all I had to do as a listener. All I had to do, all bit. I had to do as it was happening was crank it up and then go deaf <laughs> two seconds later when the actual <laughs> file kicked in. So thanks the, for that, Will. We like the pain and suffering. When the sir guy came on. <laughs> And then, and I was you know told to party the fuck on it. It only blew out two eardrums. That's good. <laughs> so uh, that's loading right now. So hey, we're just going to do this on the fly. So you're going to hear suddenly the show intro again, but that doesn't count for the drinking game. It doesn't. We're not resetting the show and we're not restarting. Well, Trent wants it to because he's been living in a <laughs> bottle all weekend. It will get. It will give me enough time to sprint to the fridge and grab another. You've been hanging out with your friend John Daniels, right? <laughs> oh, come on, guys! That's a setup. Then somebody's supposed to say, "Don't you mean Jack?" And I say, "When you know him as long as he has, son." Yeah, you, <laughs> you call him John. Well, I, I figured that one's been done to death. I wasn't gonna, you know. When has that ever stopped us? When has that ever stopped us? That's true. When? <laughs> Never. Speaking of dead horses. Anyways. What? What are you going no, after? I, I didn't here? have anything. I was. Just, I had. I had no dead horse for that one. <laughs> you can't say speaking of something and then not go into it. Oh, oh gosh. You're, you're just fired, dude. <laughs> I. Game over, man. Game over. Man. Clean out over. your desk and get out. No, um, <laughs> hey, does anybody, by the way, Trent is still dying, as you can yes. hear, so that's good. Here, we'll load this up into this program over here. For that, I do apologize. For that, I do apologize. I gotta say something, man. If there's any one thing I'm jealous of, it's the fact that Trent still has more hair than me. But if there's anything else I'm jealous of, <laughs> it's his innate ability to do what I consider to be very entertaining um, YouTube videos. Oh, thank I you, think Will. you've yeah. got you you've got it down. You you know what works and what's right because uh, one thing I've noticed the trend. If you're doing YouTube videos, you're going to have to have lots of jump cuts. You're going to yes. have to lot mm-hmm. lots of quick transitions because you're appealing to the uh, to the MTV. Not even the MTV generation. What the hell am I saying? It's the, the very the millennial generation. Yeah, the man. millennial short attention span theater generation. So you're constantly yes. giving it intercuts and everything else. A very Scott Pilgrimish of you. Very yes. Very. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, UK show Bay-ish. space, not Michael Bay. No, we're talking, we're talking uh, Simon, not Simon Pegg. That's the star. Uh, uh, Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright. You're talking Edgar Wright type of uh, of action here. Which, by the way, I finally started watching Ultimate Spider Man. Oh my oh. god! And nice. oh, Nelly, have they oh. they channeled perfection wow. there? They've Nailed got sarcastic Spider Man, and they and it's it's it really is a blend of Spider-Man meets Scott Pilgrim into it totally a, is. a pure ball of awesomeness. I just want to curl up into. Yep. But it's a cartoon, so I really shouldn't be speaking that passionately above about it. Okay. <laughs> so we're going to do this on the fly since not really anybody got to hear it last week uh, all that much. I'm going to do a judgment call. Let's pull down the audio and bring it in. What is that? How long does that dude talk at the beginning of the show? Like about eight, ten seconds? Which dude? 
the the you know uh, netheads. Log <laughs> on. You're listening to netheads. Well, oh, uh, ten seconds is the most. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so let's try it right about. Boy, that was a great impression. I should do that more. Hopefully, this is the right show, and I didn't just go through all this for nothing. With funny. Tweet. Oh, that's the oath. Boy, I really loaded this one up for seat. not being anything. Yeah, there we go. Hello, everybody. Here we are. Trent Hunsaker, but today it's not. Hello, everybody. Not another edition of NetHeads. My name is Will, and I'm the only one that's talking. Um, today is a very rare thing. It's actually never happened in NetHeads history. We're running a repeat. Why are we running a repeat? Because this time last year for Mother's Day, I was not even home. And that means that I am absolutely positively not sitting down to do a show today. But that's okay, because even though we're going to be running a repeat, even though this is something you've listened before to before, at least this first five minutes is unique, because nobody has ever heard this before, because I'm recording it right now. And uh, also, there's another little special something. It's going to be coming in a few seconds. But today is Mother's Day, uh, so I hope if you are a mother and you listen to the podcast and you have listened to this, I hope you thoroughly enjoyed your day. I hope it was wonderful. And I wanted to make a special note to my wife, who I have been married to now for almost 18 years. I love you very much. I couldn't be more thankful for the mother you are to my daughter, to the companion you are to me, all the love and support you give me, the pride you have in the things I do. You mean everything to me, and I could never be more happy than I am in life than I am right now. And I love you. So for Mother's Day, my wife got an iPad 2. No, the new iPad. I have an iPad 2. My wife has a better iPad than I do. And uh, because of that, I, I attempted to do some leverage. So um, in a very rare, rare, ultra rare appearance, my wife is actually on microphone. So happy Mother's Day, honey. I love you. Thank you. And Emily is here, too. Do you want to say anything to Mommy? Happy Mother's Day. Thank you, baby. And there we go. That's it. That's that's how much a new iPad will get you, folks. So, uh, cum- coming up right now. Cum- ah, shut up, you dinkus. Aww. Oh, Lord. Anyway, <laughs> so that that was that. And uh, sorry for the little repeat there, but I was typing with my co-host, and then my mouse drifted to the wrong screen, and I stopped it. So, anyway. I wanted to get that out there because originally my plan was to push a spilling the lemonade or whatever the title was out again. But then I figured, why put something into people's feeds that's something they've already heard? And I figured right. I would just re-air this this week so that way people could hear it. So there we go. My loving tribute to my darling wife, who I extorted to come on the air. That's really It was, it was, it was guilted into being a co-host. Yeah. So that's that's real nice, isn't it? I thought so. <laughs> just just goes to fo- show, folks. I can even screw up a nice gift. <laughs> but you can't screw up an iPad too. That that's one that is pretty much solid no matter what. You mean the iPad new iPad? Three. See, you already made the mistake I did. It's oh, the new fuck. iPad. What are you? Gonna yeah, do? the new iPad. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, welcome back to the show, everybody. <laughs> now we're in gear. And by the way, good news that episode of. Uh, Soundbite Nation that you got teased with two times if you're waiting for the show. That's coming up next, so you can still hear it. <laughs> boy, oh boy. Can you know I... what's coming. Yeah, let me, uh, yes, you're going to hear the same first 10 minutes again. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, well, there's so much in there. It's good that we're repeating it. By the way, guys, there's something I want to talk about uh, okay. with you. 
Um, we have uh, we have made jokes uh, with um, the guy that calls every week. Uh, our, our resident uh, comic book uh, guru. Yeah, Francis. And I mean that in the true sense, guru. Yeah, this the man, man is astonishing. Yeah, he he eats, breathes, uh, philosophizes comic books as a guru would. Yeah. So um, here's the thing. If you do even a little bit of research online, I believe Francis, in fact, has uh, Asperger's. Okay. Okay. So with that knowledge, is it really right to mock him openly on the air? I don't see it as mocking as us having fun with him. Obviously, we put him on the air because we like the guy. We're not making fun of him. Mm -hmm. We're we're jossing around with a guy who brings us new information about guys we have no idea about or wouldn't know about otherwise without Francis letting us know. Okay, I accept that. Good. In yeah. that case, without further ado, what? By the way, what is a do, and why would we not be having further? Sure, of sure. A do is is things is is just things that are happening. Um, with uh, you know, much ado about nothing, a, a lot going on about nothing. But what is a do? You don't know, do you? Well, it's it it comes from the uh, Latin to God. Oh, okay, very good. Well, in that case, regardless, Francis is on the air. Francis, how are you this week, sir? Francis? He's probably choked up, too. Oh, good. The phones don't want to work this week? Awesome. <laughs> well, hopefully he can hear us, and that's all that's important. Right? Uh, absolutely. Well, that's, I turned that, and I turned that. That's it. Really, we should be hearing him right now. Oh, well. Mm. So don't worry about calling this week, guys. I'm not going to sweat it. <laughs> unless unless he just isn't. Well, no, wait a minute. Hold on, Trent. Call the line. Okay. Yeah, hold on. Let me. Uh... Uh, you can actually use the 866 number. I'll let you. It's 866-610-9455. Thanks, Will. Yeah. Well, you this know. Fun. It's what I do. It's how he rolls. It's the kind of guy I am. I'm the type of guy. By the way, why would you leave your drawers in my hamper? I don't get that. Wait, is it, so that way oh, never mind it's an ll cool j song and now he's wait hold on francis is calling back because he took too long oh there we go i can hear him now never mind the phone's worked welcome back hey hello francis yep how the hell are you sir i'm doing pretty well i am very glad to hear that now uh what did you do with yourself last week there was no show to call into did you, uh, well did you i don't know I, I hung out with my family did you try calling in anyway i'm just curious I don't remember. Okay. I accept that. <laughs> you know, you did the right thing hanging out with your family. As entertaining and familial as we are, Francis, you, your fam- family comes first. Plus, it was I saw day. that you were playing the Lemonade episode. Mm-hmm. We did. That is yeah. very true. We did. Yeah. Which is one of my favorites of all time because I was literally sitting here having a heart attack on the air. <laughs> and yes, and I, think I, I just intentionally said that to drive America's fiance nuts. Because <laughs> I wasn't literally having a heart attack. I wasn't. I was literally panicking while on the air. Now, that would be correct usage of the term. But to say I was literally having a heart attack would be to say that I was having, but which I wasn't. And that's nothing to joke about either. Not at all. I don't even know why I'm talking now. Quick, somebody say something else. You were literally, literally 
figuratively having a heart attack on air. I was figuratively literally having one. Is yeah, that what yeah, you're no, saying? No, uh, you're literally figuratively having one. Literally, I don't follow being you. The adverb modifying figuratively. I don't follow you at all. That's fine. I have no idea what's going on. Anyway, so Francis, <laughs> Francis, what's on your mind? I have the golden age Johnny Thunder on my mind. Johnny Thunderbolt. Okay, wow. does anyone know Johnny Thunderbolt? That's one I've never even heard about, Francis. You've actually caught a character I have no idea who's about. This is no, this is a Green Lantern, isn't it? No, he's just like Green Lantern in that he was inspired by Aladdin. That's okay. what I like about him. Oh, yeah. well, I just like the name Johnny Thunderbolt. If I ever do <laughs> pornography, that's going to be my name. <laughs> but I mean, he was he was part of the Justice Society, right? Right. Yeah. Oh, see, so always... are we going to see him again in uh, in uh, Earth Two? Yeah, he's been made into a Thunderbolt now. Wait, really? Wait, what the hell is Earth Two? Um, so, the Earth where uh, the Just Society is from. Yes. Yep. Okay. And the Justice Society is? It's like the Justice League, the but the cheaper version. Uh, the to the Justice League. Yeah, but but it's it, it's made up of all Golden Age heroes. Yeah. Whoa. And it's just been rebooted again just now uh, with, the, with the new 52 in its own universe. Mm. Yeah. Very cool. Well, what did you? Is there something you wanted to specifically bring to the table, like what you've been obsessing about on this topic for a while now, or anything? I like that it was based on Len, like GL. So you, wow! I never even thought of it that way. So Aladdin is based on, or Green Lantern also has basis, like from the Aladdin story. You think? Yeah, uh, well, we discussed that before. Yeah. Well, kind of, but Alan Scott was more based on the railway engineers. Um, but back in New York, they used to carry around lanterns. Well, that may have um, been the inspiration for the for part of the design of the character. But you know, like I'd imagine that the creative artist they envision something. So, like, let's say because with any of these things, I, I'd be willing to bet they come up with the look before they ever come up with a backstory. Oh yeah, because there's nothing about a railway engineer, uh, you know, where he is creating things with his mind, unless it's <laughs> Mister Conductor, right? Whereas Aladdin could wish for anything, so then I guess a Green Lantern can create anything. So it's true. Mm-hmm. I kind of see that. Well, and 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 you think you know a lantern in you know step back two thousand years ago was an oil lamp. Yeah. And someone held up a Green Lantern on a railroad track, and uh, so there was this power which was hosted by the Green Lantern, and there you have it. There yep. you have it, guys. There you have it. Well said, sir. Francis has spoken. And it is fact. Now, uh, we've talked about this before, but I want to bring it up again, too, then. Uh, where is, uh, in your opinion, where does the Superman story come from, Francis? Doc Savage and Popeye and Tarzan. It's a mix of different things in John Carter. Okay, so you think yeah. it was just a hybrid. I always imagined that a lot of the backstory really seemed almost in the biblical sense. Well, wait a minute. Hold on. Let me rephrase that. <laughs> It, it was it was the Christ story essentially the because story. Pretty because much. he does a lot of the same stuff you know he grows up comes into his own or he starts growing up discovers you know his origin goes away for a number of years nobody knows where and when and then he comes back to save us all and you know he's the only son sent down to earth you know what I'm saying? Well, Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster went to Hebrew school, so they believed in Moses instead. Sure. Well, yeah. actually, you know the the Jewish religion does. Uh, 
they do acknowledge Christ, but they acknowledge him as a a prophet. As a prophet, not the Messiah. Yeah. Yeah. So, but okay, I get you. So you're saying, all right, I'm with you there. Now I firmly believe you because, you know, if, if you come from a different theological approach and you just think this guy is a prophet, then that whole sending your only son down to save mankind thing doesn't apply. Well, I mean, Abraham, you know, almost sacrificed his only son, too. So, I mean, you still have uh, that tie to the religion. Okay. All right. No, no, but it is a literal. Think about it. The story of Moses being put into a basket and pushed down the reeds or down the river into the in in, in, to be found in the reeds. It's exactly the same as putting him into a pod and shooting him out into space. There you go. All right. And the great thing and the great thing is I'm going to forget about this conversation and we're going to have it again next week. (laughs) Isn't that awesome, guys? <laughs> I like to think so. Whoa, oh, that was that that was almost terrifying in a way. I have to yeah, admit, I liked it. I'm gonna I'm I wish we weren't laughing over him, or I got to start putting the callers on an independent channel because man, I wish I had that isolated. <laughs> all right, well, Francis, I hope you have a great week. I know we'll be talking to you next week, and uh, take care, man. All right. Okay, I hope I wasn't rude. You were not rude at all, sir. If anything, I'm always the one that apologizes for that, even if I don't say it out loud. Okay. All right, man. Have a great week. on me later. You be quiet. I'm sorry. All right, sir. Take care, Francis. Okay, bye. Bye. If you want to call like Francis did, you can. 866-610-9455 is the number. Let me say that in the speed that normal people can hear it. 866-610-9455. Or the 925 number is 925. Two three eight ninety twenty. That's you, if you just cha- you just channeled your NPR voice, and I loved it. Well, I needed to because we need to slow down a little bit. I tend to talk really fast, and I don't need to. As a matter of fact, I also need to start talk stop talking real loud. Uh, earlier, I was on the phone with Trent while I was uh, cooking uh, because we always talk when I cook. He likes to give right. me advice. You know, mm-hmm. next we're going to take it to video chat so that way he can see that I cook naked. <laughs> But turn your mic down when you're laughing, you maniac. Um, but we were talking earlier, and my wife pointed out, you know, you when you're on the phone, you don't need to yell. And then I realized, uh, because I don't, I haven't really talked about this on the air, but uh, amongst all the other wonderful things that uh, I deal with in life, I also have a very severe case of tinnitus. If you're not aware of what that is, I always have a a, a high pitch whale, whale, whine. I don't want to say whale because then people are thinking that I've got Moby Dick in my ear and that means you're associating Dick in my ear and I don't want that out there. No, gosh, no. No, but I've always got a constant high-pitched shrill going on in my ears. And I I believe, honestly, that when I talk, I am overcompensating for that. Even though you can't hear it, I can hear it. And so I feel like I have, plus I'm a big doof of a guy, so. But that, but that's what it is. So I'm always I'm always trying to overcompensate for that whine. Like even sitting here right now, I'm hearing it. That's why I almost always like to wear headphones and I'm listening to something because then I don't have to listen to that shrill going on. And if you think I'm whining about it now, don't get me started on the topic of trying to go to bed at night with that going on. Oh lord, right? Uh, just just imagine taking a like some type of a alarm clock or something, an electric clock that's failing. Okay, it's it's not working well anymore. Like you know kind of let's take it from that approach and uh and then put it by your head all night <laughs> that's what it's like <laughs> just, just do that you know so how's sleep going for you will <laughs> it's going grand my friend grand 
Let them be a listen to you, kids. Turn down the headset a little bit. Yeah, don't don't uh, go easy on that. Yeah, that's very true. In my case, though, it's because it came later in life, though. Uh, so mm. it's really not true. I've been talking loud my whole life. I just think I don't have any type of uh, volume. What was that character Will Ferrell used to do? Where the guy he had no inflection and no ability to know what volume he's speaking at. So his character always talked like this. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> You know, because he he couldn't he he could both not control his internal volume nor could he uh, express anything with his voice, so it was all monotone. Anyway, uh, what the hell was I talking about? Who cares? Hey, wait, wait I want to know something. Will is so is this like a um, like a hereditary thing, or where where does this come from? No, I had a series of ear infections, and my eardrum ruptured several times. So, Ouch. yeah, in the real place that it comes from, there's a specific range of sound that I no longer hear in. So the the whine is coming from my ears trying to compensate and fill that frequency. And so I, I finally found out, you know, that, well, we can counteract it. They'll do like either a, a cochlear implant or a hearing aid that will constantly send that frequency in. So that way I don't have to hear it. But then oh, I okay. thought 40 years old and a hearing aid. I don't think so. Not going to happen. No. Hey, Blaze, call back, dude. Sorry, I didn't get to there. Um, <laughs> I got to really move that monitor. Microphone's right in the way, so I don't know when people call. Except for Francis, because he's calling from the get-go. <laughs> so, right, you just know. A uh, lot of stuff going on. Like, uh, somebody mentioned the uh, looking at the sun. There's a solar eclipse that happened tonight. Going on right now, actually. It's going on right now. Oh, really? Can you see it where, from where uh, you're at, America? Well, uh, the sun is literally in my eyes, but I am not looking directly at it because as far as i know this is one of the first times that it's actually visible like for us here in northern california and the northwestern yeah. hemisphere in a it's while a, it's a big one um we won't get this for another 19 years and what the um, hell am i doing this show then i want to go watch this <laughs> uh as actually as of right now the apex just passed like eight minutes ago we're not going to get a full total ring of fire eclipse uh, oh well forget it then you see that's just bullshit I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. I'm not falling for that crap. I want the full-blown, you know, Yankee and King Arthur's court effect of the sun being blocked out and ring of fire and the natives stopping beheading people. I want the whole bit and caboodle. Yeah, I know I merged everything together there. Sorry. <laughs> Um, however, though, if you are like near Eureka or, or Redding or Sacramento, like you will get the uh, that little bit of ring. Right now, are pretty much are you going to get? It, it looks very dusky. Great. Considering that the sun is out right and, now. That's and, all we're getting. And dusk is my favorite time of day. Hey, you're live with the NetHeads. <laughs> Who are you? Where are you calling from? <laughs> this is David from Louisiana once again. How you yeah, doing, doing, sir? Now, I think this I'm qualifies good. as stalking, David. I just want you to know this. <laughs> stalking? Yeah, a If anybody's stalking, Francis is stalking because he calls way more than I do. <laughs> hey, he makes a valid point. <laughs> I, just, I accept that. How's it going, man? What you got for us? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. I just... I just wanted to let y'all know, man, I've been catching up on my comic books and catching up on, on my old Doctor Who. Oh. See, yeah, see, Will, I'm beating you, man. I'm on the Netflix movies. I don't watch the three Doctors. I'm watching the Mind Steel or whatever it's called. I'm going back and watching all the old Doctor Who movie specials. Oh, wow. So you're you're really kicking it old school uh, yeah. as, as in the parlance, as the kids yeah. say. The kids do not say that. I know they don't. <laughs> well that's good yeah i tried a few times but you know it's like wow this really feels 
old TV, 70s morning live action TV show kind of stuff. And I just couldn't, I couldn't do it. Yeah, it's, it's, I will say some of them are, are just the effects in them are really, really cheesy. But it, it's, I just, I said to myself, I really want to see what it's, how the show's evolved over the years. So I just kind of suck it up and watch it. Well, that's good, man. You're stronger than I am. I don't know that I could do that, and I don't know that I ever will. Maybe I will in my older years where I don't have anything to do but sit around, crap my pants, and watch TV. Because yeah. <laughs> let's Maybe face it. Maybe then they'll finally have everything all caught up, and you can watch it from the very beginning all the way to the end. Yeah. Well, and plus, there's a. I mean, that was a, a thing, too, where there's a lot of old Doctor Who that, that people just don't get to see because, uh, you know, they. I think the BBC was reusing tapes. They were using tape right. stocks. Yes, so they were. Some mm-hmm. stuff got written over. Now, there, some things do come to light. Like, there was a recently one uh, part of a, of a you know, because a, a lot of them were serialized. And, and one part right. of a story that they thought was lost forever uh, turned up in some guy's attic. Because it used to be that when they would distribute the show to all these different regions, they would, like, send a tape, and then that place would run that tape, and then it would get sent somewhere else. Like, they were literally passing them around the same way people have been passing bootlegs around at cons for the longest right. time. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and you know, this one guy, I guess they just didn't send it back, and he just had it up there. So suddenly, ta-da, you know, here's some old new who, new old who. Who? I don't know. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, keep up the good work, David. I expect a full report. All right. I have I have uh, one other question. Yeah. All right, uh, me and a couple of my coworkers have started a podcast. All right. Good for you. And my question is, I want y'all to download it and listen to it and just tell us y'all comments on it. Because like, we're trying to get the quality level up to where y'all at. And no, you sir. Could... You should really strive for greater. I'm just saying this now. <laughs> All right. Because really, I'm the same. I just, we couldn't even get on the air for a half an hour. Come on now. <laughs> really. You just want to aim higher, my friend. You know what I mean? Aim higher. Aim higher. What you really and I I say this to everybody that's running a podcast, okay? And I, I mean this from the bottom of my heart. At least shoot for the sound of replicating FM radio. That's what you want to go right. for. And in like the type of FM radio that you would actually want to listen to. Uh you should be right. topic driven. You should have a good clean sound. And for the love of God, make sure every one of your hosts has their own microphone. You know, I realize right. that's a little bit of an investment for some people. You know, it means you have to have a mixer, which is a device that right. lets you take multiple audio sources and mix them together. And then you need to, you know, have microphones to go into there. But once you have those little bits, and, and for the love of God, look online and find out the right way to use your mixer. Uh, because yes. a lot of people have, like, wrong ideas of what they need to do. You know, you're... On a mixer, you got a channel of audio. Wow, we're really on topic for once. According yeah, to I our, like this a lot. Yeah, we're, we're actually talking about how to podcast, which is what the show is supposedly about. I don't know why we're in the category we're in. I'm convinced it's because everybody's against us, but that's just me. Now, uh, every, one of, every one of your main uh, inputs for your, uh, for your microphones, if it's a good XLR microphone, you're going to be coming into a nice little uh, XLR port. And there are, it'll probably be different e- you know, equalizer controls for your low, medium, medium and high sounds, You know those mm-hmm. frequencies, but also... The microphone is going to have, that bus will have what's called a gain. Now, that's the amount of, uh, of boost you need on the microphone in order for it to be heard. Like, I'm going to go ahead, I'm going to turn, I'm going to do this, and you might not hear this on the podcast, because we do, prod, uh, we do post-production work on these things to improve the sound quality. But right now, 
See, I'm playing with mine, mm-hmm. and I'm turning it up, and now eventually you're going to start to hear the room a lot more around me, and I'm really loud right. right now. I have to talk lower. So what you really want to do with your gain is you want to set it. Now I've messed up my settings. That was smart. <laughs> you want to get it just to the point where your voice is coming through clear, okay, right. and, and you're audible. And that's with your, like your mixer set it at, at zero dB. So that way you're at, you're at what's supposedly just good sound. And that way you're not over amplifying your source. So you're not going to get a lot of room noise and you're going to have a good, right. crisp, clean, easy audio. That's it. I mean, that's my, right. those are my things. And, and, you know, just stay on topic and have a conversation and, and don't be too right. hung up on what other people think about your podcast, because, uh, you know, if you're just doing one to do one, I don't know how good that'll go. But if you have a topic where you really want to talk about, uh, that's the thing that, that gravitates people to you because it's not about getting everyone to listen. It's getting the right people to listen to your show. Right. You know, cause Lord knows, I don't know why anyone listens to this. We don't have a topic. We bounce all over the place. It's ridiculous. But thankfully you all come back week after week and I appreciate it. But you know, that's, right. that's what you need to just focus on. Just have a conversation because if you're having a good time doing it, there will be somebody out there that will have a good time listening to it. And eventually the world, the world, the word will spread. The universe right. will shine upon you. But I'll tell you what, go ahead and, uh, how do we find your podcast? podcast no, wait, hold on a second. Called... Just, just, just so you know, though. Okay. It's $50 for the ad spot. Go ahead. It's $50 for the ad spot. And by my saying that to you, you now contractually agree to it. So go ahead. Well, how do we find your podcast? <laughs> wow. All right. Well, we're, we're both, we're trying to start up. I'll go ahead and put it out there anyway. <laughs> yeah, go it's ahead, man. I'm kidding. Shit. Our show is called Shit Talk. Okay. And you can find us at com. There you go, folks. So yeah. everybody, give them a listen. And then you say on the podcast how to how people can inter- talk to you, get back to you, that kind of thing. There's a comment section on the on the page on um, on Lipson dot com, and then we also have a Facebook page set up uh, called Shit Talk, open to the public. So you can join up there and, and leave comments and tell us what you think and tell us what you want to talk about and and all kind of things like that. There you go, man. Well, now we've unleashed it all on the world, but I will make it a point to listen to it this week, and I'll give you my honest feedback, all right? All right. All right, David, you have a good one, sir. All right, you too. All righty. Bye-bye. There we go. That was David calling. And one thing I, I would also say when picking a mic, just find a condenser mic that has a really large diaphragm because that's what's really – if you're just doing vocals, that's what's important. Yeah, it is. You don't need a – like uh, – I think the microphone I'm using now is half the cost of my old microphone, and it sounds better, but that's mm-hmm. because it's, you know, it's also a diaphragm microphone, so eventually it's going to get worn out, and having to listen to my loud ass all the time, my other microphone, she's like, <laughs> fuck it, I'm out. I'm done, dude. <laughs> Screw this shit. We're over. Sorry. And it really, I just, it amazes me how bad it sounds now. But then mm-hmm. again, it got dropped a few times, so who knows what's going on in there. That, that does happen. Generally, you want them on a microphone stand, and you want to keep them nice and safe. So, guys, I don't know about you. I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> well, I know about you, though. I was going to say the uh, that Mark Zuckerberg got married. I right? And and that's mm. not so surprising. What's surprising to me is you look at all these video or the, all the photos that are floating around the internet now that you know the ones he released naturally because he just got married in his backyard. But he did the really pimp thing. This is the cool thing. And, and this is the kind of thing you can do when you're Mark Zuckerberg or, or you're an entertainer. You can invite friends over for a party and they don't know that they're coming to a wedding. And they're like, hey, it's a cocktail reception. Cool, man. Let's all have some drinks. You know, people are eating cheese. They're having fun. Next thing you know, it's a wedding. Boom. 
Mm. Yeah, because that way you don't have to worry about people shopping for gifts or anything. You know, it's just they're they're here to have a good time, and you're there to get married. But the thing that I love, all the pictures you see, look at all that love and emotion in those photographs. Just look at them all. <laughs> I haven't seen any, so you got you got to explain it to me here. Well, uh, his his bride looks uh, bored, and Mark Zuckerberg yes. always looks devoid of emotion anyway. Yes. So, because you know, one thing people don't understand is he's an android. He okay, he's not real. He he is he is a fabrication. He's actually a front man for Microsoft. And the reason why he's not showing emotion is because they still haven't released the service pack for it. <laughs> oh. I just, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm happy for the guy. You know, he did this right on the tail of the IPO. He's like, a, he's got $20 billion now on paper. Good for him. Glad he's you waited. 28 years old. Yes, I know. That makes you feel good about the things you've done God. in your life, huh? Because you're like right around, Trent's right around that window. I'm almost like double that. I was like, God almighty. I just, I made all the wrong choices, but that's okay. I Guys, I yesterday, while I was uh, assisting with the uh, the housework yesterday, I came up with a brilliant, I'm not going to talk, it's, it's such a brilliant product idea, I'm not going to say anything. Mm-hmm. I just know, I have, I have come up with a great product idea, all right, and I'm going to make millions. We'll I'm saying it right now. Started. Huh? Get the Kickstarter started. I should. Speaking of Kickstarter, mm-hmm. one of the most, oh, actually the most, uh, uh, <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> Kickstarters, huh? My name is the... Will. <laughs> I'm an The idiot. number one, right? Number one. Thank you. The, the most popular Kickstarter yes. campaign to date was the Pebble. Yes. And the Pebble is the uh, wristband watch that uses the electric paper face and interfaces with your computer. So that way you can drop little apps on it. So you can have all the different face, uh, you know, like any type of watch face you want. You can have apps running on it. And one of the things that uh, came out a few weeks ago that I wanted to talk about, which is a big thing for me, because uh, back before I started gaining weight again, I used to love running, is that the uh, the first official third party developer for the Pebble is the app uh, RunKeeper, which is great because sure. now... It's electronic paper face will go ahead and display all that relevant information that you can't look at because it's on your iPad. No, not iPad. I'm not running with an iPad on my arm. It's <laughs> that, on, I would do that. It's on your iPhone or your Android phone, like mm. on your arm, so, you know, so you're not risking damaging or losing your phone while you're running and the GPS stuff still works. So that is that really makes me wish I had actually funded this thing a little bit. And I know I think it's done. It's been done for like about four days, I think. Yeah, me and uh, me and Ruth, we saw this early on and just fell in love with it right right from the beginning. And we we luckily got in before it blew up. Yeah, huge. And that that's what's really cool. That's why I'm so excited about it. And they even said that um, they're going to ship the product a little early because of the millions of dollars that they have now. Well, of so. course, they've got all this money. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they were sitting there going, guys, I hope we can raise 250000 so we can start making these things, and then we can start turning the profits back into production. Now they're like, hey, guess what? We bought four factories, <laughs> and we've still got plenty of money. They made so much money at the beginning of their Kickstarter campaign that uh, actually I don't know which came first, but they had a billboard in Silicon Valley about wow. their Kickstarter campaign. So, <laughs> so they made some decent coin there is all I'm saying. Yeah, eight million so far, right? Oh Lord! So that's really cool, though. That's the kind of that's the kind of technology I like and the kind of technology I want. And and uh, I really wish I'd gotten in because now it's going to cost me like an extra forty bucks. I could yeah. I could have gotten in for like one fifteen. Now it's going to cost me one fifty. Mm-hmm. And by so, me, I mean me. Do you think that I should jump on on the kickstart that I want to do? Then, will 
like like you want to start a Kickstarter campaign? Well, I mean, there, there's a there's a product that I think is really marketable. Um, I just I'm not really sure how to get it, you know, up up and going. Uh, I I have to admit I'm really afraid to ask at this point. We're <laughs> Trent's doing a little thing in the business called he's gone off book. I have no <laughs> idea where he is going with this. So, uh, what's the product idea, Trent? Well, and I've mentioned it on the show before, but I, I really think there's a market for a uh, uh, flashlight Tardis. Oh Lord. <laughs> and I don't know what's going to be the best way to market that, whether it be to Fleshlight itself or to go off and do my own. Uh, you know, the Dildonics trade is it's it's lucrative. It is. I'm I sorry. Did you just say Dildonics? <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> I'm going to take as something as uh, as filthy as adult sexual entertainment toys, and I'm going to attempt to make them sound sciency. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I am a proud graduate of the Dildonic Institute. <laughs> Dildonics by L. Ron Hubbard. <laughs> oh, boy. Dildonics. Uh, well, again, you're utilizing a brand name, so I, I wouldn't. Uh, and plus, you don't want to get into copyright issues, Trent. Yeah, so that's true. That's true. I, I yeah. would say don't do it. Don't do yeah. it. Why don't Maybe. you just call it the Tardong? <laughs> No. That, that'll solve your problem, right? No, I don't no. think so. Yeah. What would you call that? I can't the, believe we're uh, actually discussing this. The blue box. <laughs> there you go. Just that the works. Blue box. That works. <laughs> and that way I could call you a madman with a blue box. <laughs> I'm all for it. Okay. Uh, Von Cleef on Twitter says, Trent's got a PhD in Dildonics, bitches. <laughs> It's and, an honorable PhD, and, but it still counts. And Calvin sums it up best. Trent, why? <laughs> Just why? Oh, I think I think at least now we know this is going to be Netheads number forty-seven, the Dildonics Institute. <laughs> Ta -da! Now, guys, I was watching television as I often do, and uh, I'm gonna. This is a little experiment. I am willing to bet right now I can summon a caller. With the power of my words. Now, mind oh, you, there's wow. a 60-second delay. But uh, all season long, I have been wondering, after the premiere of Once Upon a Time, I've been wondering, how are they going to wrap up this season? The reason why, if you have not watched this television show, uh, you take the, the Disney fairy tale uh, character approach and you apply it to the real world. So what they did is they took the, their history of characters and they have tried to put them into a real-life situation. And then the evil queen in this story curses them, and they're all trapped in modern-day times where there's no magic, right? And they don't know who they are. And then you have the, uh, the, the protagonist uh, who uh, escaped the curse and now has come back unwittingly uh, to break the curse, right? So the thing I've been so wondering bad. all season is, how are they going to wrap this up? You know, are is she actually going to break the curse? Or has this been an entire season of jerking me off and, you know, it's going to walk away before I finish, basically? You know, are they are they just going to say, oh, well, you know, one little thing has been done, but, you know, did they in fact actually, you know, break the curse? Or did they just break a little part of the curse? And I was right because, gentlemen, now on the phone <laughs> is Amy Kins. You know, I was going to call you about this had you not brought it up, but since you brought it up. Yeah, well, I brought it up. Now, I, I don't. Oh, hold on. I don't have the spoiler alert sound. 
Whoops. Uh-oh. Darn it. Eh, some preparation, you butts. Oh, no, wait. Hold on. Maybe I do. Here we go. Well, let me bring the volume down because it's loud and obnoxious on playback. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. All right, Amykins, what do you got on the f- finale of Once Upon a Time? Finale of Once Upon a Time disappointed me very much because basically what they did was they got rid of the curse long enough for everybody to realize that the curse was gone and that they were all the characters that they used to be in time for a new curse to unravel itself upon the land, which we're going to see the conclusion of next season. That's right. That was well done. Yeah, she fit it right in there, too. That was great. Okay. Uh, but the problem is I still want to talk about this. <laughs> I don't want that playing in the background again, because that's great in concept, poor in application. Uh, because I didn't see that as another curse coming. Amy. You did no, the way I interpreted it, it again, uh, spoilers, whoop, whoop, whatever. Uh, Mr. Gold uh, ends up, you know, he too somehow having the forethought because uh, it, Mr. Gold in this, in the modern day, is Rumpelstiltskin in the fairy tale land. Okay, you with me? And he, uh, Rumpelstiltskin is not the same Rumpelstiltskin we all know and love. He's like the only other real badass in this magical realm, you right? So naturally when he's caught up in wanting power and control so he's at he's at batting heads with the with the evil queen i can't believe i'm talking about this shit and <laughs> and so he has i think he has the gift of foresight too i think that's one thing they established in the pilot right like he can see the future didn't they do that amy i'm talking to you i you know i don't i'm not sure <laughs> yeah i think they did i think that was the whole point that he can see partially see the future and so he like so, had all this crap set up so somehow in, in this amazing rewrite at the end of the series end of the season he's able to smuggle in some magic potion into the non-magical realm and then he goes to this one place and there's this wishing well that will grant you you know whatever is missing from your life or whatever and he drops the potion and and what he is doing is in this little area they're in he's bringing magic back that's what i took from that he's not bringing on a curse he's actually bringing magic to this realm and that's the reason why in this moment because basically the 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 girl i can't remember her name and it doesn't really matter she broke the curse everybody remembers who they are and suddenly you know this magic is coming back so the the evil queen you know she's hating life because now everybody knows who she is and they know she did this to them, and there's no magic, so she can't do anything to them. She's got no protection, right? So she's looking out the window all despondent, and then this gigantic pink cloud, because apparently magic is pink. Uh, the big pink <laughs> cloud comes looming back, and, you know, Gold says, you know, he's bringing magic back, and boom. So I, I thought it was actually a really good payoff, because then for next season, they're going to be able to expand this universe a little bit, and then it will fail miserably and go away. That's my take. Hopefully. Well, yeah, I'm not sure what they can do beyond <laughs> expanding it and, and, and bringing, I don't, I'm not sure how much they can do with bringing magic back without retreading a lot of ground. Yeah, it's then it's going to be the inverse of Lost. Uh, but, you know, that, that's the whole point. There are some shows speaking, that... Speaking of which, did you, and it was a few episodes before the finale, yeah. but did you catch one of the other um, Easter eggs, Lost Easter eggs in it? I'm sure I did, but I long forgot about it. It was when um, when they were going through Pinocchio's backstory, yeah, and how he brought um, Snow White's daughter, whose name I forget now, to um, to this you know to this world in which they're all living, right? And he finds himself in the forest 
and looks up and there's a plane that flies overhead and it's an oceanic. Yes, I saw that. I remember that. It took me a little bit, but yeah, I did see that. But then again, you know, they keep dropping those uh, those candy bars everywhere. I know. So anyway, well, thank you for your calling me. I appreciate you backing me up on this. It was, I thought it was a, it, if you can go back onto like Hulu or something and rewatch just that last 10 minutes, you'll see. He's. I really think he's saying he's bringing a magic pack. I think you might be right. I think I might have either misinterpreted it or I was just kind of disappointed. Do you know what I really wanted to see? What I expected to see? Everyone dies. Well, no. <laughs> no? But when he's smoke, going through the forest, monster? he's got this, this little bit of magic with him, and he's looking around, and he's looking around, and he's, you know, it's, it's close, it's close. I really thought he was going to go back to the place where he lost his son and bring his son back. Yeah, I thought so, too. That's where I thought that was going, because, like, why else is he distracted from the fact that he just found the woman he loves? By the way, everyone overseas, sorry we fucked up the whole series for you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even bother. You know what, though? Knowing the end of the story doesn't necessarily mean you can't enjoy the tale. That's all I'm saying. All right, Amy, we'll have a great week, all right? Thanks, you too. All righty. See, look at that, guys. I can summon callers just with the power of my voice. I have the magic. No, that was a, that's another silly thing about that show, though, because the curse... I understand why the magic cloud, because the curse was, uh, like you mentioned, the smoke monster, Trent. Yes. It was black billowing smoke that engulfed everything, right? So yes. with magic coming back, it's pink and cottony flowing everywhere. <laughs> now, now, so so it's Rumpelstiltskin is bringing magic back? Yeah. Yeah. So, not so sexy he's, back. So, no, so not sexy. essentially the Justin Timberlake of this universe. Yeah. <laughs> Hence why I keep going, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. So, so once upon a time has has nothing to do with like the eighties sitcom The Charmings where Snow White and Prince Charming come to modern times. No. I love this. Caper Gomel's yelling at me, Emma Like you idiot, why don't you know the name? <laughs> it's not it. I just don't want to get I wanted to talk about this, but I didn't want to get into it. You know what I mean? Cause I, I'm when it comes to things like this, there's only one thing I want to get into. And that is really cool, geeky stuff. And I got to tell you guys, uh, this week, we have got something big happening. Something really big. I did not. I wasn't aware of this. It's Pride Week. No, not like that. It's Geek Pride Week. Geeks Unite. May 25th, most notable date in history for many reasons. One, it's Towel Day. Always know where your towel is, guys. Don't panic. Especially Uh, if you're in a nudist colony. It's also the same day that I think A New Hope came out originally. Oh. Yes, yes. yes. Episode Mm -hmm. 4, A New Hope. It was released on May 25th, 1977. And now, today, actually since the 7th, between then and May 25th, every purchase while supplies last, they'll send you a free Geek Pride Day button with your purchase nice it's nice free stuff is really is it's the way to go now if you're one of the people that has helped made avengers over a billion dollars worldwide you and you got a lot of money to burn you may be (laughs) you may be interested in the uh i can't believe this yes it's titanium the titanium power bands that tony stark wears in the avengers Mm -hmm. at some point in the movie which i won't say that does causes something else cool to happen They've got replicas of those. You can get those at ThinkGeek. Uh, you know, if you uh, also, this one gets me. I love this. I can't believe some of the nerdy crap they make. Avengers Cologne. Oh, yeah. Finally, Trent can smell like Captain America. 
I want that Captain America smell, man. The Patriot, as it's called. Now, because right now my my smell is mostly just regret and and broken dreams. Yes, it is. But no, because, in, instead you can smell like Patriot. No, but better yet is the Mark uh, the Mark Seven, which is for the Iron Man cologne. Now I yes. can't believe this. It's got near neroli, Nasser, I don't know. It's got a bunch of things and jasmine in it. Layered with a light patchouli oil, but worst part is it's also got mandarin in it. So the mm-hmm. mandarin is in an Iron Man cologne. Nerds nice. get it, and the rest of you won't. But of course, they also have. A, oh, gee, I wonder what Avenger this is for. Smash cologne. <laughs> it's got yuzu, bergamot, or I don't know how to pronounce it. Tarragon, water lily, and nutmeg. I did not imagine that the uh, the Hulk smelled like nutmeg, but apparently well, those, he does. Those are all naturally found, uh, you know, fragrances. Yeah, but in the what, Hulk, you know, area. And the Thor cologne, that's it's called Worthy. Worthy. Hmm. Are you worthy of Thor? My life my wife would like to be, I gotta be honest. She'd take I think she'll take any one of the adventures over me. But that's not the point. You can get this at Think Geek. Not to mention, if you don't want to spend a lot of coin or you don't want to smell like an Avenger, one of the things that's always great to have your uh, Geek Pride Day party, the solo Han Solo in Carbonite Ice Tray. That's mm-hmm. right. You can freeze Han Solo in Carbonite water. If that makes any sense. All of this is available at Think Geek. Now, how can you get there? It's really easy. You go to smodcast.com forward slash netheads. You click the Think Geek banner, and there you will find all of these wonderful things. Because at Think Geek, what do they have, guys? They have stuff for smart masses. All right, there we go. We actually talked longer than the music. That is amazing. Because not really excited. <laughs> I was. I, I, I want that Captain America clone. I wasn't joking. No, I bet you do. I bet you do. I if there's any one of us that wants to smell like Captain America, though, I imagine it's Trent. It's this guy, but yeah. Not uh-huh. in the way of the cologne. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna try and inject it into myself though, like a like a soldier serum. Oh man! The power band <laughs> for 199 dollars. No, I'm just I'm blown away by that power band thing. I just... Well, I mean, and and you look at the price. They're they're it's titanium. It's an actual titanium. Well-made product, yeah. yeah. But why call it a power band unless it's unless it's got a USB thing that I can plug a device into and charge? That's not a power band. But anyway, well, no, it, no, it might have a hologram that that gives that aligns your chakras. I was so hoping you, you can you can you know ward off people at the mall. Say nope, I already got one. You know when you walk by them. No, I was I, hoping you'd light up at the very least or something. You know, yeah, for that kind of money. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> Look at us like, though. We're like you know other people wouldn't flinch at one hundred ninety nine dollars for jewelry. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's true. Look at us nitpicking. <laughs> Von Cleef said something that would enrage Ruth at the end. He says, Captain America cologne smells like baseball and apple pie. Yeah. But apple pie is not American, people. Don't bring on the rage. You don't want to. It's just not worth it. Speaking of regret. <laughs> Uh, one, thing, one thing, one no, yeah, thing, one thing that the uh, the internet community is uh, a fire about. It is a blaze. It they it is a buzz. I don't know what other ways to put it. Uh, Dan Harmon, the creator yes. of Community. Long story short, he's been fired. Now, Community yeah, Community has uh, really. I feel like it's a beaten stepchild at this point, and the reason why uh, they did give it a pickup, they gave it a thirteen episode pickup, which is basically the courtesy f uh, that networks are doing now. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's yes. Like it's it's always the well, we're close to syndication. Let's get over the hump, um, and and so it's a mercy screw. That's all it is, really. 
Uh, and but to add insult to injury, they're moving Community to Friday night, and even worse. What's its lead in, Trent? I'm sorry, I was reading Twitter. I just pulled the Will Wilkins. Oh Lord, <laughs> Americo, do you know? I actually don't know the lead in. Okay, let me set up the scenario for you. You're going ahead and you're establishing a night of new comedy on Friday. The oh, night yes. where only kids who can't go out and people who are uh, parents or elderly don't go out. All right. So me and you will. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Uh, these are the these are the people that watch TV on Friday night. Okay. Yep. You're establishing a night of new comedy. Oh yeah. Take the crappiest sitcom that you actually renewed this season and put it Ugh. in front of community. So Trent, oh. which one do they put in front of it? Ooh, I can only hope it's Whitney. It is Whitney. Oh, From the God. network that brought you Whitney, we are ruining community. Um, I couldn't believe this news. They really but here, just want to drive that stake right through that chest of it. Well, that's that's the really that's the part that's really bad. It's not the thirteen episode pickup. It's not it's not even the Friday night so much. It's being put behind Whitney. That's just yes. miserable. Because mm-hmm. Whitney is is a representation of everything that's wrong in doing a sitcom. If you ask me, it's heavily. They say it's not laugh track, but it comes oh, off gosh. as laugh track. It is. It also comes, it really, every episode of Whitney that I ever tried to sit down and watch, it looked like a skit of what you do when you're making fun of a sitcom. <laughs> yes. Okay. A parody of itself. Is this a parody show? I'm unclear. But speaking of which, now, Americo, yes. on the Dan Harmon topic, I'm going to give you your, your time to speak because I am willing to bet that uh, we're going to come in a disagreement on this one. So I want you to give your opinion of this Dan Harmon thing. Well, as far as him getting off the show. Yeah. Well, my personal opinion is, is that he, he did kind of dig his own grave. That, never mind. We're going to, um, I'll be damned. <laughs> no, don't get me wrong. I, I, the, he is community without the, without Dan Harmon, we wouldn't have the four seasons that we did have, excuse me, the three, three seasons that we, four, right? Four. I'm right. Four, three, it's three, three option. We wouldn't have those three seasons. And I enjoyed those three seasons. The, and I attribute it to the guy who, knowing the, the type of geek culture that he brought into the show. So, but that being said, like I say, he really did shoot himself in the foot here. Now, do you mean over the whole Chevy chase debacle? Not just that, um, just he he seems to have distanced himself from not just NBC, but um, but from the other actors as well. I mean, everyone loves the guy, but he also has this thing where he just kind of opens up his mouth and sticks both feet in there. Mm. Okay, never mind. I thought we were going to be of a different opinion. I, <laughs> you know, there was the whole thing with Chevy Chase, where basically during the rap party, it's alleged that you know I. He either led everyone in a chant of F you Chevy or which, you know, I've heard stories about Chevy Chase and I'm not saying that's that's not founded. OK, sure. Right. I'm not saying that. Why are my birds going nuts all of a sudden? Because they, they love Chevy. They love Chevy. Maybe the home phone's ringing. I don't know. <laughs> they do that. It, I don't know what's with my cockatiels. They go crazy when the phone rings. They always start chirping real loud when I flush the toilet too. that one. I don't get. I guess they they want a swirly. I don't know. Anyway, uh, with community. It's a few things. So allegedly he let him in an FU chant or he just said F you to Chevy directly in front mm-hmm. of the guy's family. Either way, it didn't come off well. 
So then mm. Chevy retaliated by leaving him a voicemail, which Dan Harmon then went ahead and played for everybody. And somebody grabbed audio of the group listening to it and laughing. Big mistake. TMZ yeah. got a hold of it. It got out. Bad publicity. Plain and simple. Now, that's one thing. The other thing, too, is I guess there was some negative feedback over the gay episode. Gay America, I think it was called, something like that. You know, the one where Pierce Hawthorne is going at it with his dad. And so right. to retaliate against his dad, he fully embraces the gay culture because he was releasing the gay wipes, gay yes. head wipes, whatever. That got some negative feedback. Now, my opinion, though, is here is what I envision happened. NBC likes the show. Uh, mm. Or is it, I don't know who makes the decision here. I don't know if it's NBC or if it's Sony Entertainment. It's Sony, right, yeah. It sounds like Sony. Yeah, yeah so, I'm not so then, sure. And they sell it for distribution through NBC, I think. So in that case, either way, you take either one of these executives, uh, executive groups. I think they like the show, okay? But mm. I think they, like many of the people I have spoken with, I don't want to have a voice that is representative of the entire community community uh, because I don't think I am, but. Community was really cool its first season, okay? And Community started well its second season. The only thing is, I think all of the hype and critical acclaim they got over the paintball episode from season one led them down a poor creative path. That's just right. my opinion. Uh, mm -hmm. and, and it really started to all go to hell when they had the episode where they were trying to have the space simulator thing and, you know, they were in the Kentucky Fried Chicken. Great product <laughs> tie-in episode, but that's when it sure. started to get absurd. Um, it, they kind of redeemed themselves with the Purple Pen episode, which was a great callback in the oh, current yes. things when they were... The, the, the episode with... Um, oh, come on. The, I'm a PC guy. How am I blanking on his name? Oh, it's because there's a microphone in front of my face. <laughs> John oh, Hodgman. Uh, 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 Hodgman. From Zach and Mary. Oh, you're thinking Justin Long. That's the, yes. he's the Mac I'm talking about the PC, which is Hodgman. Hodge, Hodge, uh, never mind. Yes, Dan Jason, Hodgman. Dan Hodgman. Yeah. Yeah. John. John. John sorry. Jeff. <laughs> we have to delete this entire segment in post. I hope you all enjoyed listening to it. Frank Hodgman. Somebody. Anyway, he, uh, he was the psychiatrist and, you know, he, he tells them they've all relapsed and they're actually mental patients. And then it cuts to the Dean as a doctor and the. <laughs> The one guy with the weird voice is, a, is another doctor. And he's like, I, one moment, I want to conduct an experiment where we take away one of their pens. Yeah. Oh, right, right. But anyway, the pen episode was great. But, you know, it, season two started to stray into this hyper version of itself. And then season three just further began to build on that. I mean, or didn't further begin. It, it continued that momentum. And it really was in a weird direction. Like, uh, case in point, my wife watching the show with me. At least once an episode, she's like, what the hell does this have to do with a community college? <laughs> Which is exactly right. And it, the whole point is, the show isn't accessible for everyone. So you can't right. be a newcomer yeah. now and sit down and try and watch community, much in the way that you can't sit down and try and pick up Fringe in the you know nowadays. You just couldn't. Yeah. And that's fine if you're serving one audience, but you take a look at community's numbers and the audience has been going down the whole time. So if you're pandering to an audience that is diminishing, then you are continuing down a creative path where you are trying to self-destruct your own show, whether you know it or not. You're painting yourself into a corner. Yes, you are. You are putting your own back against the wall. And I have to say, he was pandering to me because I dug the braveness he did with the third season. Yeah, I couldn't stand it. I'll be honest. There, was, there were only a few... 
redeeming qualities, bit moments, but like the whole thing of of Chang becoming a dictator within this community college and the whole thing with the air conditioning school. I mean, just Mm -hmm. it got absurd. It really did. And mind you, I love Doctor Who, so it's not like you can tell me (laughs) that, oh, Will, you're just old and you don't get it. You can't tell me that, all right? I Mm. loved Serenity, so you're going to tell me, ah, bullshit. I'm sorry. I loved Community up until this. Go back on Hulu if you can and watch the first season. It was an enjoyable show. And the second season, pretty good. But again, it just started to get into weirdness. See, and that's that to me is where where I, where like I said, I think it was uh it, he went this strange route as far as he the, he noticed the, he made the characters notice the fourth wall and therefore just kind of broke through it and decided to say let them play in this weird ether world of we know that we're not in this quote unquote community school and just go wild buck wild here for a little bit and make it strange and make it dark and just uncomfortable and i enjoyed that even though you know like you said in as far as in the first season being very strong because it dealt with them in in a community college and then the second and third season was like where are they now kind of you know they, they changed the characters completely but he also brought them back uh, i believe at the with the last episode i think he he you know he surmised it so well that whole journey and that third it's like rolling the die in that one episode of, of the dice i forget what the name of the episode was but it's it's doing that roll of the die i believe that's where he was taking that third season and i kind of dug what he did with it i think we give dan Harmon way too much credit he hasn't even written an episode in three in two and a half seasons so what you're saying is he's not even he's not on he's not credited as having written anything no Whereas, he's, he's, cre- he's credited as a creator and only a few handful of episodes he's credited as a writer and if you take a look at something like doctor who over the past two seasons, there have been always the really, well, not always the really strong ones, but, you know, Stephen Moffat has had a, he's written some of the episodes, but you got to remember, though, Trent, he does, like, Stephen Moffat has creative control over the show, though, so, you know, writers will make a pass at a script, and then he'll make changes or make uh, change requests, that kind of thing, sure. and it may be that Dan Harmon has done that, and, and but still, as the creative director, even if he, that's what he is, I mean, I just, I mean, like, what did, what was your opinion of this season, Trent? I thought it was, it, it wasn't its best season. First season was still its best season because it was applicable to a wide variety of audiences. You could sit down and, and, and personally, and I've always said this, while the geek in me loves, you know, a, a full um, canon to rely upon, um, if I really want that to continue, I realize that you have to play ball on both ends. Um, and and, I, and I'll say it right now. I don't watch The Big Bang Theory, but I know anyone could sit down and pick up any episode of The Big Bang Theory and get what's going on. And if and if that's your style, you'd enjoy it. You can't do that with the community. No, and I think no. really you, if you've got a show that is it's it's appearing to be in the real world, you need to bound it in some reality. It needs right. to be grounded somewhat, and it has just been out of control. And I realize <laughs> that. It, this could invoke lots of nerd rage, but you know, and, and obviously the whole thing about the, the regime change that I was going with here is that it's possible that the executives like the show and they want it to continue and they're not happy about the direction that it has gone. And that's why they're making this decision. 
because mind you, it only got a 13 episode pickup for next season, but that doesn't mean it's only going to be limited to those 13 episodes. Correct. If it weren't going to Friday night. Yeah. Well, uh, also NBC uh, did that with all their um, comedies. Haven't they? They've only picked them up. They're going to do short run series. Uh, well, that's uh, their, that's their plan now. But you know, who mm-hmm. knows what will what will prevail? You know, because sure. uh, I think what was it? Chuck was originally only picked up both of its last seasons. They only received a thirteen episode pickup before the very last one. They got a 13-episode pickup, and then it was extended. So that can happen. And you're NBC, so they're grasping at straws anyway. Uh, but the Friday night thing, I don't know what the hell they're thinking. I mean, what's your take, Trent? Um, I, Friday night is where all good uh, comedies go to die. Name name one comedy that ended on uh, Friday night that is still in syndic- that, that's still being aired. Uh, does syndication count? No. Oh. Because in that case, I was going to say Family Matters. <laughs> and I mean, Abed is cool, but he's no Steve Urkel. He is no Steve Urkel. <laughs> nor, is can... he a, nor is he a Stefan Urkel. <laughs> yes, the, the alter ego. Or Balky Bartokamos, for example. Because that whole TGIF li- uh, lineup that ABC had back in the early 90s, it, it was a powerhouse, man. You couldn't hold a candle to these guys on Friday night. They made it work. They did. Yeah. So, I mean, it's... You can't say that Friday night comedies don't work, but I mean, just... no, but but they were that was also catered for um, a family audience. Yes, exactly. Which community is and, not and a family show. Exactly. And that's who's at home on Fridays watching TV are families, not the people turning into Whitney and not the people t- tuning into a uh, uh, community. True. Yeah. The only thing worse than having Whitney, <laughs> having Whitney as your lead in is as bad as having Whitney as your lead in. <laughs> Because look at, I mean, what did they do? They tried to move comedy to Wednesday night, and they thought, great, we'll pair up Whitney with Are You There, Chelsea? Are You There, Chelsea? Gone. Whitney, (laughs) no idea why it's coming back. I have no idea. It's a a cruel injustice that that show even exists. (laughs) And you know what? I'll I'll even say this now. The one show that that was briefly on that I actually enjoyed was Free Agents. Okay, I don't know if anybody else remembers it. I do. I enjoyed it at Hank Azaria. Free Agents. Yeah, it was actually an enjoyable sitcom. You compare it to Whitney or shit, just compare it to Whitney. I would have much rather have seen more episodes of Free Agents than I would have of Whitney. If you had taken Free Agents and put it in Whitney's spot, that might be the show that's coming back next season. I'm just saying. And the the only reason why these shows get to come back is because it's a. you know, it's the Thursday night lineup, so they had some popularity. I don't know. Whitney didn't do very well on Wednesday, but hey, it gets to come back because it's Whitney, I guess. I don't know. What it, what dirt does she have on an NBC executive? That's what <laughs> I want to know. She's got something. But you know what else? Oh, I had a thought and I left it. Never mind. I honestly think that a lot of these execs think um, that the model from the 80s and 90s still work today as far as Friday nights. I think they think that because the Simpsons were able to overcome, I uh, I think they were on the Friday at one point, right? The Simpsons. Uh, and then they got switched to Sunday. I know the X-Files did. Right. Yeah, that's right. And Well, again, they I think they think that model still works. And But I think Fox is a whole different ballgame because um, New Girl did fantastically on Friday nights. Really? What do you mean? Uh, were they were they re-aired it? No, that's when it that's when it started. New Girl started New Girl? on Friday nights. Yes. No, dude, that's been Tuesday all around. Yeah, I've never always. Seen it on Friday. 
you got to stop drinking on show nights, man. <laughs> I'm just saying, no, it, New Girl was never a Friday night show. It yeah. was all it was always on Tuesday. It was always preceding Raising Hope. Yeah, I would have never caught it otherwise because Fridays because your DVR is broken. Because I watch Fringe on Fridays. That's why. <laughs> and your DVR is broken. <laughs> I don't have a DVR. <laughs> Oh, now who's the asshole friend? Huh? <laughs> I'm too poor for a DVR. I had to give it up to buy a kidney. Oh, that's just so sad. Uh, but yeah, I would have much rather seen free agents. And but, you know, look at I think uh, Parks and I know at least 30 Rock. They're bringing back for 13 final run episode. That's it. Mm-hmm. It's it, that's their last season. And I don't know what the story is with. um with uh, the other one that I like, Parks and Recreation, but I, it got oh, right. a 13 pickup. I don't know if it's going to be its last season. Mm-hmm. You know, NBC is just, I, I don't, they are so lost in the woods, it doesn't matter. I mean, they literally are throwing shit on the wall and hoping it sticks. Right. Literally. Yeah. They don't know what to do. By the way, I should mention real quick, um, the 8-bit episode of Community, by far one of my favorites. Uh, I just love the hell out of Okay, it. now, there I have to agree with you. Yes. That episode I did enjoy. And you'll notice it was a break in the whole storyline. It was. Of, of the, it, it's almost like they had this one episode that they kind of smacked in the middle of the last two episodes of the season. If right. you watched the three episodes that aired this last Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, because it, what, what was the first one? Boy, that's how memorable it was. <laughs> No, that was the first that one. That was the 8-bit, 8-bit one. Never in. Okay, so it was 8-bit, and then it was the basically the two parts of the finale. Yeah, it was, uh, it was the fall of Chang was the one after, and then it was uh, the summer. Everyone come back from summer biology, uh, new class, um, and I forget what happened at the end. Yeah. And then the summation. That's how, that's how memorable it was, you see. <laughs> this was yep. the big season finale for them. Could have been the last episode of Community ever. And you know, it's and it just, was written as such. And interesting, yeah, yeah, the last and, five minutes. Yeah, interestingly enough, too, it, 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 if you look at it that way, and it was you know possibly going to be the final episode of Community ever. The funniest part is that it was actually Jeff Winger did everything he had to do in that episode just to get to what he wanted to do, which was to actually study and get the schoolwork. So that's that's like an amazing growth for that character because before he was just all about how do i cruise through this get my bachelor's degree and get back into law right yeah it was definitely jarring yeah but the the 8-bit episode was great especially considering the uh troy's 8-bit character he was doing exactly what i would imagine you were doing if you were playing a multiplayer game with troy he's bouncing all over the place continuously oh i'm just like that's it that that one that that one detail out of them all they got right yes see and and go ahead no, I was just going to say, and and that's just it, though. They rely so much on, on these um, niche ways of telling a story that the regu- when it comes to actually telling a regular story, they, they can't do it well. No, they can't. So you've got your paintball episode. Fantastic. Everyone loved it. Then you've got, you know, this, which is, is so unique and, and so, you know, pointed in its message. And then you get into something that actually needs to carry on some sort of continuity or anything else and they just can't do it oh by the way the detail we can't remember is the trial of the murder of uh, john goodman's character uh, oh right right right, right that's how unsatisfying a payoff that was and yeah. the whole evil abed thing that they set up several episodes back and again the dreamatorium episode too abstract even the 8-bit episode i completely loved it but it wasn't 
We should have been playing the spoiler noise the whole time. Uh, it, the eight bit <laughs> episode, it was it was very entertaining, but it's still not accessible to everyone. Again, that, that was during that show. My wife's like, "What the hell does this have to do with that?" I'm like, I don't know. I like it, but what the hell? <laughs> uh, let's see now. Oh wait, uh, Naaman said or Naaman's, I don't know. Yes, when they get in the eighty eight episode range, they're reviewing. They're they're renewing for another season to secure it and putting them into Fridays. Yeah, see, they're just it's really just a pity run, just so yeah. we can get to that syndication package. But doesn't the thirteen episodes make them just short of syndication? Yeah, no. they need seventeen episodes to be syndicated. Yeah. Oh, they do. Yeah, yeah. So which it's a I mean, a bit of a dick move. Well, I mean, well, no, wait a minute, guys. Say those what, been made. What, what number are you basing it on? Because they lowered the threshold for syndication now. Oh, it's you know. eighty-eight, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so they're set. They're seventeen short of eighty-eight. Well, never mind then. They're screwed. <laughs> ABC, but NBC just doesn't know what the hell it's doing. <laughs> Agreed. Um, all, all everything said about Dan Harmon, the the letter that he, the open letter that he did write about him finding out was very classy. I don't. Mm, I don't think so. I think commenting I on it at I all was so. exactly <laughs> uh, the exact opposite. I don't think I he should have so said too. anything. Yeah, really. Huh? I I think he should have just taken his licks and done it because basically all he said was you know hey everything they're saying it's all spin and it's a lie i haven't been contacted but you know what in the end of the day it doesn't matter i've got protections through my contract and it's a bummer but oh well to me all it says is boy if i'm an exec i never want to hire this guy ever well mm. yeah Ugh. he hasn't had a track record i but you know i think of the guys that have been hired to uh replace him Essentially, I think uh, Glinner on Twitter said it best. That's his username. I can't remember his actual name, but he he was the creative force behind the UK series, the the IT crowd, or oh, uh, or as the people who aren't in the know keep calling it to me, the it crowd. No, <laughs> um, but you know he he summed it up best. He's like, oh great, they're handing over community to the two guys that tried to bring the IT crowd to the US without talking to me. There you go. Yeah. So who knows? The show we love may just die a long. 13 episode painful death. That's the end of it. What are you going to do? And on that note, <laughs> kick it over to Soundbite Nation, ladies and gentlemen. That's what we're going to do. Did we hit all the things we wanted to talk about? Is there anything else that was relevant? I mean, there's that one jackass that claims he wants to make the, uh, the uh, you know, an actual Starship Enterprise. Yes, he, he won't give his, he just goes by Dan. Says he's an engineer for a Fortune 500 company that says that he, did all the schematics but again what does that give us what's well, it gonna I, do i've seen i've seen a couple of enterprises that have been made on uh minecraft and it's a lot bigger than i think any of us think <laughs> yeah well and plus it's like oh it's got to be built out in orbit well that's not gonna help is it <laughs> so far we yeah. couldn't even get the international space yeah. station going you want to assemble a whole ship out there you're screwed <laughs> We could barely get a decent uh, lens on the Hubble the first time around. You really think we're going to get a whole space station going? You know? Yeah. And, and what was it? The article I looked at, they even made mention of, you know, they even provided a schematic of this magnetic rotation gravity simulator. And then you look at this YouTube video, and it's a it's a 3D model of the Starship Enterprise, and the top of the saucer comes off. And then you see a bunch of red things spinning around. I'm like, oh, yeah, that explains it right there. That makes gravity. I could build one of those right now. I could. <laughs> let me let me get a few curved Legos together and look, folks, I'm making gravity. Please. That doesn't tell me anything. And I still didn't see the eclipse and I'm sad. Uh, anyway, well, you know, it just got dark. 
Until next time. <laughs> if you guys want to follow people on Twitter, Trent is a part of him. Americo is Americo76. I'm NetheadWW. The show is NetHeads, and you have been listening to us on Smodco Internet Radio. It's Smodcast.com. NetHeads. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio.